Hello, welcome to You Haven't Blanked That. I'm Forrest. And this is Jimmy. How's it going? Pretty good. So this week we watched a new movie that neither of us have seen. Coming number two, America. Coming to America. America. Akeem and Semi are back. Set in the lush and royal country of Zamunda. Newly crowned King Akeem, Eddie Murphy, and his trusted confidant, uh, Semi, Arsenio Hall, embark in an all-new hilarious adventure that has them... Traversing the globe from the great African nation to the borough of Queens, New York, where it all began. Fuck this movie. Really? Why? I, Why? I did not. Okay, did it. you watch the original? You want, did you go back and watch the original? I did, but there's okay. also parts about this movie that I, I liked, and there was there was parts where I could see where they were going, but I felt like this was like, oh, it's COVID. Who needs a check? Let's put a fucking shitty movie together. That was they've been working for a while. This yeah, is, I, mean, it's, I see before. why it's been a while. I see why it's not been released. You're okay with this I shit like show? This, this why was this a shit show? Everything about it just didn't make sense. You're telling me that like Eddie Murphy, you literally, like, like I feel like a lot of the potholes of this movie, a lot of like the key figure moments in this movie should have been addressed years ago. You're telling me that he's had nothing but girls, you know, his entire life, and these daughters were growing up that, like, what, he didn't think about the outcome of the future of the kingdom? Like, he didn't think that, like, oh, maybe, like, my no, daughter... Are better. Like, that's why he kept getting shit from, from James Earl Jones. Yeah, well, no, because he was trying to get him to have a son. All he had they mentioned daughters. that at the beginning, because yeah. he was all like, they're like, oh, we thought you would have had a son by now, but you actually had one. Instead. But you're telling me, like, at this point in which, his life, which, they know, would not have constituted that of, the royal family... It like, kind of has a Godfather 3 vibe to it in some parts, dude. It's the just whole, as shitty? Yeah. No, it's not that it's shitty. I didn't think it was shitty. I thought I had fun with this movie. I, there's some parts that I really like. First off, I'm going to put it out there right away. Colin Jost as the grandson uh, of the guys from... Uh, of, of the, the, of the, of the brothers? Yeah, yeah. No, of, of oh. the brothers. You didn't pick up on that? No. Okay, remember the brothers in Trading Places and they pop up in, in the original Coming to America? Yeah. Colin Jost was their grandkid. He points to a picture and that's them on the picture. Oh, really? Yeah. No, I did not see that at you all. You didn't pick up on no, that? No, at all. Yeah. But like, there's a the Duke part- brothers. He was, he because they said Duke and I'm like, oh, they're not going to. They had every, everybody in this. Except in this. for Eric LaSalle didn't want to come back. Soul Glow didn't want to come back. I get it. I totally get it. <laughs> What the fuck is Eric LaSalle doing except for watching old ER So there's a lot of things that, like, I feel like, yeah, these were great parts in the first movie, but we really don't need them in this movie. As much as, like, I would love to see the old bartender or the uh, barbershop guys, 
they would be dead. They would be dead a long time ago because they look exactly the same. It's fine, dude. It's it's a comedy movie. It's supposed to be insane. I, I get it. If it's gonna, I had to tell Lisa, it, I had to tell Lisa that um, the old Jewish guy was Eddie Murphy. Oh, really? No idea. Yeah. <laughs> Even when I was younger, it blew my mind that there were like the two of them. But yeah, uh, but yeah. So like, little things just pulled me out because the thing is, if you want to be a wacky movie, let's be a wacky movie from beginning to end. But if you're trying to be serious. And throwing wackiness, if it doesn't flow right, I feel like it, it gets clunky. And that's what I was kind of upset about. All the stuff should have been addressed way prior what to are they, how are they gonna, what, like How are they going to address this prior? You have a, a prince who will be king, who has three daughters, has stopped having kids. A royal family, they would have told him, hey, if you don't have any, any male sons, you will be marrying off your daughters to somebody else. Who are the potential, like, you know, people that we can marry? You like Wesley Sipes in this, dude? Wesley Sipes. Oh, dude, he was fucking great. (laughs) Wesley Sipes was having a good time. Oh, for sure. Have you watched his swagger? But, like, there's, like, also parts where, like, I love the the royal announcer where he starts singing. I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, but there's parts of it where, like, the first movie, I feel like everything is very natural and very, like, yeah, this would all make sense. But watching this, I feel like. They're just hitting beats, and it like that's what made me kind of like ah like this this sucks because it's very beat driven. Costume wise, dog disagrees with you. Booger, no, he's just mad because I'm I'm so fired up right now. Uh, costume wise, fucking amazing. Oh, they're really great on the costume, and even the young Eddie Murphy makeup dude when they made Eddie Murphy look like Eddie like thirty years ago. Eddie. Oh yeah. Like that wasn't that was good. Like I was like, oh, that's not horrible. You then, know, you know, like that whole scene about how they how Eddie Murphy was like. Wait, wasn't there a big rhino, rhino coming after me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was Leslie Jones. <laughs> Leslie Jones is amazing. I love her and everything. Uh, so is, is your same beef then with Eddie where Eddie Murphy can't act? Or is it a, is well, the thing is, like, he, like, like, like I he feel like they nice. dumb that character down to the point where it's like, really, we're just coming to the idea that you're going to have to off your daughter and you, you're so far up in your own ass that you don't understand your daughter's feelings at all. Like, the fact that you're forcing her to marry some random like asshole's kid, like like well, he's not know? a random asshole though. They knew who exactly. Who no, he but was. like uh, yeah, but the thing is like he knew who he was and knew what kind of shitty dude he was, and he was like, okay, cool, whatever. Or the fact that he brings his bastard son and be like totally oblivious to his wife's like opinion on like him leaving the country without him telling him what's going on, and then brings back his bastard son, and then it's like. You don't think that's an issue? You know what I mean? And, like, they show that, too, where she's upset, but whatever. That's fine. But, like, at the same time, it's, like, does not he consider, like, if he was, like, if his, if his father was more hounding him, more, like, this is a prior issue, you will die, blah, Which, blah, blah. by the way, like, I want my funeral now while I'm alive. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was dope. And especially when he, like, he dies, it's, like, fuck. It was sad, like. It was sad. Like, they actually kind of had a funeral for James Earl Jones when you think about it. Yeah, like, no, for sure. But, yeah, it's so funny. And Salt and Peppa. It's oh, yeah. Morgan Freeman just calling everybody out. Yeah, but, like, overall, like, I thought... Oh, Gladys Knight leaving on the midnight train to Zamunda. Oh, that was dope. That was dope. I did like that, too. But, like, so, I don't know. Just, I don't know. Eddie Murphy just seemed like he, like, his character, his acting was fine. But his character was kind of like all over the place because like you have daughters, do you not like love your daughters? Do you not understand like where you are with them? You know what I mean, or don't you understand? You groomed your daughter to be queen, just to fucking throw it all away last minute. You know what I mean, there should have been more tension. 
I mean, I knew that. I knew where that was gonna go. Yeah. I mean, like I knew. But then even the daughter too is like very much like, like, well, shit, dude. This. Oh my god. The daughter, like, I I liked her because she was like, you could see her frustration. Her acting was dope. But well, like, you know, the middle daughter was his, was Eddie Murphy's kid, right? No shit. Yeah. He's like he was kind of very much like I don't want my kids in my movies or acting, but he kind of yeah. broke this rule for this, this one's movie. very like. People say the first one is raunchy. It's not raunchy. It's not a raunchy. No, the first one, I, I was like, what? My kids can watch it. This yeah. is a funny fucking joke. I don't know. Like, this one, I feel like it was great. Like, the, when they went to New York, I feel like him putting on that old costume of his was not needed. Do you know what I mean? With, like, the Mets jacket and, like, the New York hat. Like, we didn't need that. That was just for just fan, like... So what, dude? Who cares? I care. Continuity. Continuity. Well, he had, he was trying to fit in so he could talk to his son. Please, like all that's garbage. And then so, but them meeting the son, meeting the family, them like okay, cool, let's just go. Uh, loved it. Uh, the son like coming in and just bringing this like swag attitude to the whole kingdom. Like it's like there has to be a like a royal concierge to be like. This is the breakdown. This is what's going on. This is what needs to be done. You know what I mean? And coordinate these, like, issues about bringing him into the fold. You know what I mean? But, like, none of that was really given. And it was just kind of, like, free-balling it, like, in the royal palace. So it just seems weird. And then you get that whole fucking... It was funny, but I feel like it didn't have to be there. Where it was, like, the Zamunda CNN is, like, interviewing, oh, like, the funny, Prince and RCD Hall. That was fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> I know. There were, no, there was Tracy Morgan, and they started fighting. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, Dude, Tracy Morgan, I don't care, dude. Tracy Morgan's, like, my one of my favorites. Um, like, there was, he like, can do no wrong with me. I love that, man. Yeah. Um, oh, but you bitch say what? I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you right now, like, it, that would not fly... Anywhere, like at any royal, like you know, type of a thing. Well, it didn't fly. You're telling me you just called your queen a bitch in front of the entire court? Like, Hold on. we just saw someone call the queen a bitch. Oh, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that too. <laughs> we can go into this a little bit. Oh my god, so fucking royal family, fucking Oprah, bitch ass. Ah, I'm so bad. Why are you so, mad about that, dude? You have these fucking people. Like, all this was just testers to see if we would pay for a Kardashian, Prince William, Meghan show. That's all that fucking was. That's what you think that was. They said it. They said it. Like, the thing is, like, first off, Meghan's so full of her own ass about her own bullshit. It's just sickening. The fact that she was, like, telling Oprah she had no idea who Prince Harry was prior to him. And then she's shocked that there is racism about what's going on when mind you prince harry what four years five years prior to meeting her dressed up as a nazi youth for a halloween party and got in trouble for it and like that didn't come up you know what i mean the fact that she's like half black and then like her new husband dressed up as a nazi for a Halloween yeah, party. That, yeah when you fuck up like that when you're fucking 19 years old and you do something shitty like that yeah, you're going to kind of try to forget that you dress up like a fucking Hitler youth for Halloween. But as you're marrying somebody who's half black, do you not need to explain, FYI, you might see it in the, in the future, sure, this is what's going on, this I'm is what this sure, was. I'm sure, she, I'm, I'm sure that's something that, that was a yeah. talk they had. And then and clearly, the, and, 
hey, look, she, he, yes, I'm sure that was a talk they had. Oh, okay. You don't think that was a talk they had? The way Megan said it, she said she was blindsided by the whole bullshit. But she is so fucking manipulated and so far up on her own ass, I fucking hate her. Why? Because, like, what? She knows exactly who she was marrying. She knew exactly what it was and what was going on. And she's pissed off because, what, she marries Prince Harry, the tabloids are talking shit. They weren't talking shit at all. They were, in fact, super supportive about having new blood in the in the royal family. So what were they doing then? Nothing. They were just they they were talking shit on her because she was an American, and there was just kind of just a bunch of nagging. But once she was like married, all that went away, and it was all positive. So there was really not much of like okay any so that, shit okay, talking because she was black because that that's not how it wasn't. It, with, but she's saying it's not with the tabloids. She's saying it's with someone in the no. She said castle. the tabloids were attacking no, her too. She said someone in the fucking castle. Yeah, in fucking Charles did. Yeah, it wasn't. She says she goes. She goes. Oprah said the next day. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't the queen. It wasn't the queen or or, or Philip. Mm. But are we also forgetting that the royal family had an Indian uh, buddy that was always around who they called Sooty because yeah, no, he was darker and like he like and then they he even like the the institution had him go out and declare. That, no, it's a it's a it's a nickname. It's a lovable nickname, and I yeah, appreciate I it. I, it's yeah. like I'm sure, I'm sure he appreciated that. Yeah, uh, you have. She's pissed off because her their child does not have any fucking titles, any fucking land, or any security on the thing. The thing is, like the way the royal family she even didn't works. Mention titles or land. She said. Yes, yeah, she did. She said security. Did no. you watch? She, she, you, I saw. Watched the whole fucking no, two you hours. Watched the whole two hours. Oh, okay. And the fucking next day bullshit. So, she mentioned titles, and the the, the thing is like no great grandkids have any fucking titles or any security. What about or anything but else? Kate and Williams kids don't have it either. No, they don't have any security for Kate and Williams kids. No, that's how it works because it only works for the grandchildren. So Kate and Williams kids have no. Security. No, they're with them. They're like they're sec- they have no personal bodyguards for the babies because they are with their parents. Don't don't eyeball me, but that goes because like there's also cousins, two cousins that are also within the line of like for the royal family, and those great grandkids don't have anything either. But once the queen dies, uh, the crown can skip Charles and go straight to William, which. It's all part of what the institution wants to do. Uh, more likely, it will do that because they want somebody who will last longer in, in the royal seat. But at the, once the queen dies, then those children will then be given titles and given like land and then given like security because they are in the line of succession. But more likely, it'll never happen. They'll never become king or whatever. Yeah, Archie. Uh, he'll never be king because, like, there's already... Well, he was never... Yeah, neither of them were going to be king unless someone came into the palace and took out... Yeah. Charles and Megan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Megan's not going to do that. But the thing is, like, so... Yeah, fine. Like, But the thing is, like, the way the... The way the royal family works is that you cannot have a normal life. You can't have your friends come over to the palace because it looks bad. You can't go out with your friends... Because it looks bad. You know what I mean? Because anything could happen. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the face like uh, Homelander and, and uh, the boys. 
Ooh. <laughs> yeah. But, like, it's just, like, but the thing is, like, you had to know these are the rules, but the thing is, like, she confused, I believe she was way more, wouldn't say, like, A-less celebrity, but she kind of figured, oh, it's the same thing, but it's not the same thing. And she's an idiot for thinking it would be. And then so she had Harry move to Canada, but the queen at that point was like, okay, fine, we'll just cut your funds and we'll just call it that because it was to snap them back in line and have them come back to England. She makes more than him. Yeah. And then right now, like at the very end, uh, literally when Harry came on, like you could tell he was uncomfortable. You could tell a lot about body language because like he was holding her hand and his hand was around hers and she wasn't holding his hand. You know what I mean? So like, it's, it's kind of like a, why would you not be there to support each other? And if you're not like, clasping hands like that's a weird body language of like you're nervous and you're or you're more dominant in you need to speak, speak because lisa was all was all on the queen side i'm all on the queen side oh no she was until this interview now she's kind of oh really over to the yeah she's moving over no to the i have no home. problem with the queen like because they even said that they facetime the queen all the time and they call her directly and like that's they have no issue with that it's with it's with charles and it's not only with charles but I knew for a fact that, like, William and Harry had a huge issue with each other. Because, like, the wedding. When, like, supposedly Megan made Kate cry and it was, like, this big old thing. Like, now I you mean, have two brothers like, fighting with each other. How did she make Kate cry? Um, the the tablets don't really go into it. They just say that her, her behavior and her antics and her demand for how she wants this wedding has gotten too controlling and too ridiculous. And, unfortunately, it made Kate cry when she was trying to help her... Was something oh, so she was a bride. Yeah. Oh, okay. But Just checking. She's not in. She's not in charge of any of the decisions. All that. Is, she's not in charge of any of the decisions no. for her wedding. No. It's not her wedding, Forrest. It's. It's oh. It's, it's the not crown's her wedding. wedding. Like it's. Oh, it's the crown's wedding. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's not a normal marriage. Like it, it has nothing. Oh, it's to, not a normal. Oh marriage. my god. <laughs> But, like, she had no say on anything. She could, like, if they gave her any options, she could have a choice. But, like, everything was already... The institution itself handled everything. She just had to just dress up and be Oh, there. the institution. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's the firm and the institution. Anyways. I'm sorry. When you call me the firm, I think Tom Cruise can tell you that the firm doesn't do anything well. Anyways, but um, when Harry came into the scene and was talking with Oprah and what's going on, uh, he basically goes, we're broke, Oprah. We're broke. All we have is the $10 million that my mother gave me. <laughs> and that's what we're living on, and that's it. And, like, uh, who was uh, Terry? What's his name? That gave him the, let them stay at his house. And his oh, it's Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry. Uh, that, all, as soon as I heard that, I'm like, oh, that's how they got this interview. That's how they got to stay in that house. Yeah. Well, they got paid for that interview. I know. Not for, like, the interview, but there's backhand deals and how they got paid. Like, What? Yeah, no. But the thing is, like, at the very end, Harry's, like, talking about finances and about money. He's like, yeah, so we're going to talk about, like, this and this. And we've been talking to Netflix. We've been talking to blah, blah, blah. And we're talking about streaming. Streaming is how things are going to get done. And that's where you're like, that's his hint that they're trying to get a Kim Kardashian type of like Harry and Kate type of Harry, reality show. Harry. Harry, and, Harry and Meghan type of reality show. But at the same time, I don't know. The Queen can't say anything about it. But at the same time, it's like, 
do you really want to have that show out there? So it's like, I don't know whether this is like the little jab to see about like, either give us our fucking money that they deserve or we have a show. My, my wife would be like, oh my God, yes. Yeah, no, for sure. And that's why they're like. And you would watch it too. You'd watch the fuck out of that Oh, show. for sure. But like, it's one of those where it's like, I, I don't know. I feel, but I, Kate is very manipulative and she's like, Kate or, or Megan. I, dude, I don't, I, I don't believe that she's as manipulative as everybody says she is. I think so. I think Kate's, I, I, Kate seems kind of like a shitty person in general. Kate, yeah. This is the, her look. I'm like, oh, she's a piece of shit. Like, I'm sure she wasn't happy that there was a half black woman being married into the family. So too. you have to also remember too that like the royal family. Super white. Super white. Super old. Super inbred. Super inbred. Also, very German. Not only are they very German, they are German. And the Queen is actually first cousins with Hitler. Because, uh, what was it? The Queen's brother uh, was writing letters back and forth to Hitler during World War II. And then he Hitler was even asking to stay in England if they like if things got bad. Because, like, all the royal families are are married. Or all connected. Like, um, the Tsarina of Russia, I believe, is also, like, second cousins or third cousins to... to... It doesn't say anything about her being a cousin to Hitler. They're cousins. Here's the queen seen on Hitler's lap. <laughs> <laughs> what? Let's see, Edward the Eighth and uh, Wallace Simpson. Simpson, eh? <laughs> uh, Nazi sympathizers. Mm-hmm. Having a friendly relationship with Adolf Hitler, speculated with the Duke and the Duchess of Windsor, were involved in a plot to overthrow the British crown during World War II. Queenie Liz, Queenie Liz and Hitler, born cousins... Let me see where it says that. <laughs> <Just to> say <laughs> that. <laughs> Born cousins. Like, I feel like that would be something that would be there immediately. Yeah, so the family's real name is Saxe-Coburg-Gotha. Anyway, back to the fucking... <laughs> coming to America. <laughs> coming to America. Um, I don't know, there's parts that I really liked, parts I didn't. Parts were like... Because, like, the thing is, like, the first movie is not that jokey. No, it's not. Well, I have a lot of people who I've, I've seen say it's one of the first black fairy tales. Oh. And they're not wrong. Yeah. They're not wrong. I like that. No, they're, they're not wrong. Yeah, I like that a lot. I never thought of it as a, as a fairy tale, but yeah, you're right. Because it's a prince coming to... Now, does this make you look at this new, the second movie differently, or no? No, no fuck, fuck, that fuck that movie. It's terrible. It's terrible. I didn't think it was terrible. I had fun with it. It wasn't... I, it wasn't terrible. It was just disappointing. Cause you the were first, disappointed in it. First you didn't one, like that whole part with the... With, I thought you liked that part with the daughter. With uh, Wesley Snipes' daughter trying to hook up with his son. Oh, that irritated the fuck out of me. How did that irritate you? That, that, that was funny. Oh, my Where God. Where she was playing the, the prince song... No, that was cool. Like, her walking in and having this, like, weird, like, kind of, like... Because they showed it in the first movie. But the first movie, their entrances were so grand and royal and over the top. It looked fucking awesome. This was, like, a tiny throne room. Fine. Not a big deal. But, like, you didn't have the same 
extravagance of like well, yeah, wealth and money. They filmed it in at one. Tyler Perry's studio because Tyler Perry like made enough money to where he has his own studio. In no, Georgia. I'm, that's fine. Like, I, and then um, the like the the mansion that they used for that that's Rick Ross's mansion. Okay, so all that's fine. But the thing is, like, I like watching the sister of uh, Wesley Snipes come in and be introduced as like you know his bride. That was like fuck yeah! You believe like oh this is a royal thing? Yeah. You know what I mean, watching the daughter come in, it was like, okay, this is cool. It looks great and flashy and looks very modern, but like none of it says like royalty. You know what I mean? So that was just weird for me. It was like the the seriousness of the first one to the slight wackiness of this one was just so off the mark that I was like, oh okay, this is different. So, okay. And it took me a while to get used to it, but then like. The silly jokes in between was kind of like, okay, like... Well, maybe you just need a second watch, Jim. I gave it two watches. You watched it twice? Because I, I, I was like, I hated the fact that I didn't like it. I hated the fact that I didn't like it. I'm like, you know what? Maybe it was just... I was in a bad mood, so I... And I was like, okay, let's just try this again. And <laughs> so you watched it a second time. So I watched it a second time, hoping I would really like it in a different mindset, and... It, it's not that it sucked. It's, it's just it's not as grand as the first one. But overall, like, it was, but it's weird because I find parts that I love, and then I find parts that I'm just irritated with because it's just like, really, this is the humor we're going with right now. Because it's just like, out of nowhere, you get that, uh, witch doctor. You know, no, you like that? You like that character? It was just I didn't know that was Arsenio Hall. Was it really? Yeah, God damn it, that's awesome. <laughs> you uh, like that part at the end with the all right now you gotta eat the foreskin. Yeah. <laughs> okay, see that too. Funny. Oh fuck. But it like it's like, what did that have to prove about anything? You know what I mean, like it was it, just them fucking around, dude. Right, but that's that's what I'm saying. Like the first movie is not as wacky, and I feel this is wacky, and that's where like I'm like uh okay. I'm not for these hijinks. You didn't like sexual chocolate with fresh peaches? Actually, I did. Cube. I did like that. But the thing, though, it's like, I liked it because I like I liked seeing it. But I felt it was just so out of place because you have such great singers. And then you bring, like, the queens, like, First you know. Off, we've all heard party all Sexual time. chocolate! <laughs> but all... I did like the part where the barber was like, oh, damn, he's good. He's so good. Yeah. <laughs> um, Eddie Murphy can sing. We have all heard party all the time. Yeah. Party all the time. Party all the um, time. Um, but overall, like, I don't, like, really hate this movie. I just, I, it's not, it's not the same. And then I was kind of hoping, like, the, like, the prince, like, or you see him come in and you see him immediately connect with the, 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 hairdresser. the, her, the hairdresser. And like, okay, cool. And then, like, you, I believe that romance from beginning to end. That, that part, mm-hmm. amazing. Um, but it's also one of those where it's like, where Eddie Murphy's just throwing wacky like kind of stuff at him. Like, oh, I need you to get the, the whiskers of the lion and blah, blah, blah. And you think that was funny? The thing is, like, I don't, like, it's just a different tone between the first movie and the second no, movie. No, it's a complete... It, it so is. That's, uh, why, that's why, like, I'm, I'm just... Because one's serious and one's just wacky for wacky sake. Cause I, but then it also has its real moments too, which is dope. But as a sequel, I just didn't like it. I just did not like it. So if it was a standalone movie, no? If it was standalone, if I never saw the first one, I would think this is a great movie. But since you've seen the first one, it kind of throws you off. Yeah, it throws me off way too much. Okay. But, I don't know. 
But I, uh, um, I did, did. Did you like the the, the the bloopers at the end though? Yeah, I did. Did see you like? Did you watch all those? Yeah. Did you see the one? I got the whiskers. They <laughs> from a line. Hey, that's my line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that. But um, no, like I mean, there's some great parts that I really liked. Uh, I like the part where um, they're like the two moms now are just kind of like. Rather than being angry, they're very like, okay, cool. Like, um, I'm not angry at you for sleeping with him before I met him. Like, they're very like, understand. Yeah. Like, it's very adult and very like, kind of like, yeah, like whatever. And then it's like, you're from Queens. I'm from Queens. Like, I've met somebody and like, well, let's just drink it out and let's just have fun. And I like that was great too. Yeah. But then like, you get cliche moments that that's what I hate too. Just like these moments or these lines that people throw in that are just like, you could have written that so much better if you would have just tried did you watch because like the whole like okay i'm sorry but like eddie murphy i love the scene that where it goes back to him mopping and it's just him and mopping at the mcdougall's mcdowell's and he's just kind of just mopping and then the the father-in-law's like hey what are you doing here and he's like talking about how it was so much simpler when he was just doing one task and like he's kind of getting regrounded and whatever but then you give us the stupid parable of like heavy is the head that wears a crown like yeah, bitch, like, obviously, you know what I mean? Like, but you could have used a different whatever. And then I was slightly offended that they used uh, the term Thunderbird. Because it's a Native American term and not a African term. All right. So you so you weren't a fan, huh? No, and they, I, it bugs me. Movie, it yes, bugs me. A, so as a standalone movie, yes, you had fun. But as a sequel, no, you did not like it as a sequel. Did not like it. But, like... And there's also, like, logical parts of it that would just don't make sense. You know what I mean? Like, um, they're at the party, and then, like, they realize, like, well, fuck this. Like, I'm just used as a pawn. Let's get out of here. And they just, the they decide to leave. And they decide to jump on a jumbo jet and leave Zamunda without alerting the king as to what's going on. Like, that, like, doesn't, like, you know what I mean? If some of the crown prince is leaving... You know, like, you know, the, the country, you rest assured that someone's going to check with the king to make sure, like, this is happening, right? This is okay? Not just letting people just come and go willy-nilly. Fuck so, this movie. Um, okay, so a few things about this movie. Tell me. All right. Garbage. So, uh, Ryan Coogler actually wanted to make a movie. He pitched one to Eddie Murphy where um, uh, Michael B. Jordan would be his kid, and he would have gone there. Wait, side, quick side note. If you were going to write... A sequel to Coming to America, not taking the plot lines of this. I don't know. I don't know the movie. I know the movie, but I don't know it well enough to make a sequel. Okay. I can, and they even got the they got the original. It's Kenya Barris who does Blackish on on ABC. Have you ever seen that show? Uh, no. It seemed like it was, and I don't mean this in any black. Way. I was say ish. <laughs> no. I was say it seems like it's just like Modern Family, and I had barely even gotten through Modern Family. Okay, what do you think of Modern Family? Uh, I need to finish it. I like it. I like the idea of it because I really loved certain episodes, but I, I just—it's one of my. I think if it's I, on, I'll watch it. I think when I'm I not finish Scrubs, this watch be it. the next show I go to. Yeah, is Modern Family. Um, Maybe I should watch Blackish. I should put that on my list. He, you know, dude, it's got. Um, I like Anthony. I Anderson. heard great things about it. It's just I like, it's like. I don't, for a while, I never watched anything on ABC because, to me, I felt like, eh, I'll get to it when I get to it. Because everything had a very, um, well, what's that fairy tale show that was 
popular on. Oh, Once Upon a Time? Yeah, I, I felt like everything was very that kind of type of a show. So everything ABC, I stayed away for. Because even Modern Family, I stayed away for it because I figured it had that kind of like forced Disney happiness. You know what I mean? So I just like, I checked out. Um, Kind of like I checked out on this movie. Anyway, so yeah, twice. right. <laughs> twice. <laughs> All right, what were, what were you saying? <laughs> Um, Ryan Coogler, um, Black Panther movie, Ryan Coogler, uh-huh. had pitched a movie with Michael B. Jordan as um, Eddie Murphy's son. Do you think <laughs> Black Panther had anything to do with this movie? Um, no, you think so? Like, the costume-wise, like, Zamunda looked very kind of like Wakanda-ish. You think so? Yeah, but I don't know if that's... But Black Panther did a great job, like, involving, like, African actual I'm, culture I'm, I'm now honest, and then applying it to like a modern I'm age. I'm surprised that they didn't make more of a parody to Black Panther in some of these things. I mean, they do a little bit. See, I don't want to see a parody if I'm going to see this movie. No. And I feel like maybe this is a parody of itself. I mean, they do kind of a little bit parody because there's some there's them fighting. Like, you see the girls fighting yeah. like Eddie Murphy at that one point where they're training him. And I like she that. fights and she knocks out um, Wesley Snipes. Yeah. That she was good, you know. Dude, that, that the, the older daughter was really good. I yeah, no, I thought she was the best actress in the whole the whole thing. Um, but uh, yeah, but it was gonna be this, this is Tracy Morgan. Go ahead. Oh, Tracy Morgan's again great <laughs> and everything. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Coogler had um was had pitched something, but it was just gonna be his son going to America, and he okay. was like, "Oh no!" Like he goes, mm. he goes, "This is still." Prince Akeem's story. It's not his son's story. Yeah. It's uh, Prince Akeem is still the main character. That's what they wanted to you do. You know what I probably would have liked a lot is continue the Prince Akeem's story of his father dying. Right? Like we see in the beginning. And him panicking thinking he's not good enough to be his father and Going he to has America, that fucking moment. Going to America to refine himself, not going to America grab a son. I feel like that that storyline is weird, but I get what they're trying to do with it too because basically his son is basically young Eddie Murphy or young Akeem. Yeah, where he's trying to find love, but like it's just he only wants to find love after he hears Eddie Murphy's story about finding love. But I did like how the uh, hairdresser tells a story of like the king finding his princess and yeah. like yeah I thought that was I thought that was great that of course the, the nation would know that story and that's it? why I think that's where the they, they, and I think it's how they, a lot of people are kind of like oh it's kind of like the first it's like fairy yeah. tale I mean but it's a that um they wanted to bring Eric LaSalle back ooh okay but he didn't want to do it so what they were going to oh, do oh you were saying this yeah. yeah so what he was going to do is they were going to have him do there was going to be a commercial in the background for Soul Grow uh huh and it was going to be like a ball this year. Yeah. And it was going to be like, I'm not only the president, I'm also a client. Yeah, dope. I did like that they brought the uh, his uh, buddy from uh, the McDonald's or the... Oh, the, Louis the, Anderson? Yeah. That was yeah. Right. I was like, that's cool. So, um, they're, they're, this is part's going to kind of go back to something we've we've mentioned like 50 times on this podcast. Fucking Megan being a bitch. Oh, I'm sorry, what? No. Um, so, you know who directed the original, right? The original... Coming to America? No. John Landis directed the original oh, okay. Coming to America. After the accident. <gasps> Ooh. No, so, did we never talked about this. I didn't know yeah, he did this I told movie. You, yeah, he did the first one. 
We did talk huh. about it. We talked about it. I don't think so because no, I don't remember here's that. What happens. So here's what happens: is they, so they do that. They do trading places, right? And then I don't remember. I'm trying to think. I think trading places, and then he does the Twilight Zone thing. Uh huh. And that's when all that happens. And then he hadn't gotten any jobs in a while. Okay. So he took. So Eddie Murphy was like, "Oh yeah, let's we'll have him direct this." Yeah. And they fought a lot on the set of the original Coming to America. Okay. And so he was like, "Yeah, you know, um, he he these he has interviews where he's like, oh yeah, you know, he wasn't no one was no one wanted to work with him after that yeah, accident. Like, yeah. But uh, after coming to America, when he worked with them, um, he said, I think Vic Murrow has a better chance of working with Landis than I do. <laughs> Jeez. So yeah, Eddie Murphy used that, but they did end up working again together. They worked. They made three movies together." Which movies? You know what? The, why I feel like I don't like these this movie? Why? Because it feels very much like a '90s Eddie Murphy movie. But like you I've, just got over telling me you were okay with '90s. You just got over telling me you're okay with Pluto Nash, and this is where we draw the line. Because Pluto Nash was wacky and had nothing wacky prior to it. Like there's no there's no prior Pluto Nash where he's like serious. It was you went in watching Pluto Nash, knowing it was wacky from the beginning. You didn't think this was gonna be a wacky movie. I didn't think this was gonna be a wacky movie. I'm 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 here to see an expansion of the original universe that we're watching of like coming to America and where would it be and what's okay. going on. Okay, I'll give you that. So, um, why is it okay with uh, Happy Death Day? Where Happy Death Day is like a straight up horror flick, but the second one isn't a straight up horror flick. So, it's a it's a sci it's more of a sci fi movie. Right. I saw the second one first. Okay. So if you saw this one first and then went back and watched the first one, you don't you don't think you'd have the same reaction? Uh, the problem is, I know exactly what the problem is. Hitler, <laughs> no, <laughs> Queen's cousin, <laughs> Queen's cousin, Jimmy Hernandez. <laughs> um, no, <laughs> um, no, uh, I think I would. Like it, I would just be irritated. Like, did that irritate you about the first one then, or no? Or when you watched, when you went back and watched Happy Death Day, uh, I, I was like, it was okay. It was I saw I saw where the setup where it led up for this one. I'm like, okay, that's fine. But I did feel irritated with it. But I'm glad I saw the second one first because yeah, so I, the second I, one was way better. The second one was a much better movie. Yeah, I, I honestly, I was I was kind of bummed. I was like hoping like I was gonna really love this movie. And uh, how much do you like the first one? I love it. So we ask a question. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck would Corey Feldman be? Well, he would be Corey Feldman. The Fell Dog. Okay, Fell Dog first. Fell Dog would be the Louis Anderson role because it's the only white person in the movie. Well, I don't see color that way, so I do. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Fell Dog would be the Louis Anderson role. Yeah, you think so? I feel like he would be. Don't say he'd be the Duke's grandson because. <laughs> I wish, I wish. No, I feel like he would be. You didn't pick up on that on both times you watched that 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 was that Colin Jost was the no. Duke's grandson. So I see two parts for Corey for the Fell Dog. Okay. So either one, the royal announcer, because you give Corey a chance to sing and he'll bring his A game every fucking time. So for sure that part. Or uh, the witch doctor part, for sure. That's the witch doctor. Oh, could you see it? I would totally see it. Oh, fine. Okay. Uh, but as a uh, young Corey, I picture him as. 
I don't know. I don't see him in anywhere else in this film. Yeah, there's not a lot of kids. He would be <laughs> the son of Jack. <laughs> I feel like he'd probably want to be forced to be in the band uh, in, for sexual, in chocolate. sexual chocolate. Yeah, that's all the original members of Sexual Chocolate, by the way. Yeah, no, like that's it's super impressive that everybody came back. Like, yeah, but uh, yeah, who? who oh, you already said like we're Corey would be. Louis Anderson. Yeah, this Corey movie. Coleman, this movie sucks. I didn't think it's... It's just, the worst movie in America. It's the number one movie in America right now. Did you know that? Is it? It's the... It is the... It's it the is the worst movie in America. It is the number one movie in America. And it's also had the biggest premiere since the pandemic. Since Bill and Ted? I don't think since Bill and Ted. Yeah, that's what I thought. Also listened to a Mike Birbiglia book called The New One. Ooh, it's about cool. when he had a kid. Okay, um, he does a kind of a truncated version of it on Netflix because he kind of took it around and toured it. Like he does all these one man shows. Have okay. you ever seen his one man shows? No, I remember There's, I have like two of his albums. They're watch them. They're all on Netflix. Thank God for jokes. They're good. I like I like his stuff. This book was pretty good too. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, oh um, my my girlfriend's boyfriend. No, they're good. You should find them. They're, yeah, I was, I was like them. To... Some of them are on. Some of them are on Spotify, and you can listen to them. Some of them are on Netflix. Um, I'm also reading Mouse Guard. I love Mouse Guard. I, I have most of their books here. I'm like or on, the comics here. I'm going through them. I'm on like the second or th- the second one, the Winter. Okay. And then I like it. Mouse Guard. They were going to do a Mouse Guard movie, and fucking Disney bought out Fox. Well, okay. So, but there's also a board game that's actually pretty badass that oh, yeah. they've done. Um, I've met the artists a few times at like Comic Cons and like had conversations with them because like, like it's he's there. Yeah, I mean, it's just great, dude. I love the art. The art's I, amazing. Like everything's super well, the, cool. He the was it Redwall is what he kind of. Yeah, I have Redwall. Yeah, Redwall. Here. Yeah, I'll let you borrow um, it. I'm gonna. Well, I'm gonna listen to it. I've got it all ready to listen. Oh, okay. But they're, Netflix is making a Redwall. Sure. Yeah, I heard. I'm stoked. So that's dude. why I was like, oh, okay, I'll go check it out. Redwall's I'll, dope. It's is really it? good. Yeah. Is it okay? Is Mascar better or Redwall better? Um, cause I, I, you know, I think I kind of like fantasy like that. I don't know why that's the fantasy I go towards. And I know Mouse Guard isn't like fantasy, fantasy. Uh-huh. Um, it's more, it's just more kind of like medieval, like medieval with mice and shit. Yeah. But um, I don't know why that's like the fantasy I go towards, like the Narnia shit and Red Wall. The Red Wall sounded interesting to me. Yeah. No, Red Wall. I guarantee you like it. I love it. Cause it's just it's, it reminds me like cause I used to really like the Rats of Nim cause like that that whole it's, animals uh, in stories I used to love. I'm trying. I want you to like uh, Frog and Toad, Mister Frog and Toad. Oh, Frog and Toad. Yeah, like, Mister Frog, just Frog, Toad. Oh, toad and Frog, right? Yeah, Frog, frog and toad. toad. Yeah. And then. Do you buy that gay thing? <laughs> what gay thing? Where people think Frog and Toad are gay. Uh huh. <laughs> No, I just picture them as like old English dudes. Right. Yeah. Um, I started the James Tiny and Batman stuff, so I'm not to the Joker War yet. Um, oh, okay. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, on the yeah, first yeah, one yeah. before that. Okay. Um, those are finally up on on Hoopla, so I can go back and get them. Oh, so nice. I'm the, the, the I'm at the designer. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't yeah. know who, if, if it's somebody. Woo. If it's somebody else, don't tell me who it Woo. is yet. All I know is that uh, Joker. Catwoman's like yeah, I know who he is, but. 
I never told you because yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't told you because we didn't think this was gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. And then Joe, and then she just told that they, she just told that story of when they all went to go meet, which I like that it's the old like it's just the old '66 villains from oh, the yeah. movie. But they go to meet the designer, and um, everything goes haywire when Joker tells him a shitty joke. <laughs> yeah, the designer. I think he has a dope look to him. It's, I like the way that character looks. Like I said, if it's somebody else, which I suspect it's gonna end up being somebody else. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I you know. know. You but wait until you get to the 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 Joker where he said, "Yeah, because um, because because part oh, of that." Like I told is. you right because it's a part of that story that that's made what me it is. weepy. Is, that's what it is. Is he's about to lose all this money? I don't know. No, 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 no. I know he is. He's about to lose okay, all this yeah, money. Yeah. That's <laughs> 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 exactly what happened. <laughs> no, I know that's exactly where I'm at because like it was that cliffhanger of like I need to go because I'm gonna lose all my money right now. <laughs> But I knew that was coming anyway because they talked about that. Yeah, um, like later, like yeah. they talked about that in things. Um, and then did you, I watched the South Park vaccination special. I was about to start it today. I didn't get a chance to watch oh, it though. So good, is it? It's okay. fucking funny. Um, you know how you, you know talk about? It. I won't you know what they're doing with Trump, right? This isn't really. You know how they, you know what they did with Trump, right? Oh, uh, they had Mr. Mackey as uh, Mr. Garrison. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Mr. Garrison. Garrison as as Trump, and he just had an orange face, and he comes back to town. And everybody's like, what, he's just going to come back to town like he didn't ruin the fucking country? <laughs> and then and he's like, what's going on, guys? And he's teaching again. <laughs> and so then, um, oh, God, I don't remember, uh, that's, there's that part. And then um, QAnon, he's just being like, get the fuck away from me. Like being Mr. You know, being Mr. Han, or being Mr. Um, Mr. Mr. Garrison. Uh-huh. And just like, get away from me, you piece of shit, blow, blow, blow. <laughs> butt lickers or whatever you know how yeah, Mr. Yeah. Garrison gets all sassy and fucking mouthy <laughs> yeah and they all think it's like a code for QAnon it's <laughs> <laughs> cool yeah no it's it's pretty funny um I I enjoyed it I was like what the fuck well for sure it was funny too because I saw it I'm like oh I want to see that right now but um okay damn it time do you want to save Pepe Le Pew for we'll save it Space for Jam it. Yeah, yeah okay um what was I gonna say uh can I see can I ask you where you stand on that I do not tolerate any PC anything anymore. But also, can I tell you my can I tell you my part on it? Go ahead. No one gave a fuck about Pepe Le Pew. Nobody cared. No one gave a shit. The thing is, Pepe Le Pew is like is a satire for European men no, I back get, in the day. I get that, but European men back in the day were kind of rapey. Yeah, they were. <laughs> Dude, there's a great photograph that I fucking love it's so fucking good and it's uh i believe it's called like american girl in italy and it's a girl in a white dress and she's just walking down the street and there's all these like men playing checkers and whatever and they're just all just like leaning on her and just leering and it's such a just a just an amazing just a photograph okay i'll give you that but it's a reference but it's that it's it's like an outdated reference it doesn't even matter yeah and like who cares? You know what I mean? Yeah, and they could have changed it up to make him be like so love struck on somebody that doesn't like him. You know what I mean? And then done it that way, and it would have been just the same. You know what I mean? Who? But who, they 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 were gonna they cut it out like months ago. Like so it, it wasn't even something they cut out because that guy made that fucking article about it. I'm sure that guy made that article about it because he heard that they cut it out months ago. Yeah. And now that guy's making an article, but it, no one like seriously, who in the fuck in their Past like fucking age twelve was like, oh my god, no, who's fucking funny? Pepe Le Pew. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, those were my favorite cartoons. I really liked them. Past age twelve. 
I still I like them though. They're good because the thing uh, is like that oh, wasn't my question. That hold wasn't on. my question. Yeah, past the age of twelve, I I still like them because the thing is like it hold just. On. Who with hair on their balls likes Pepe Le Pew? You don't like those cartoons? I don't mind them. They're my, those are like my least favorite ones. Really? I liked them just because like, you know, like, of course the cat gets that white stripe on her back to confuse Pepe That was Diego. the thing. Like, and, then the was, and then it was, and then it was always, it was always him. Like, oh, I love you. I love you. And just giving her kisses and like flowers and just trying to win her affection. And she was always just like, get the fuck away from me, creep. This explains so much about my, my adulthood. Yeah. Uh, Are you blanking anything else? Sick piece of shit. (laughs) Yeah, I have. I was I was watching anime, Neon Evangelic. I've wanted to start that, but again, I get like two seconds into a fucking thing, and I'm like, I can tell you right now, I've watched part of it. You're not into it. Uh, when I was a while ago, and I'm like, oh, I'll get back to it. Get back to it. Get back to it. Um, I was listening to the Japanese orchestra the royal japanese orchestra doing uh shin godzilla's music mm-hmm. and i fucking was in love with it i'm like this is amazing but then what i found out is that the same guy that did the music the director did the uh, did neo neon evangelica's show as well so he pulled the music from the show into shin godzilla and so the orchestra is uh a half Godzilla. Is like on YouTube or something? Yeah. Okay. And half of it's half Godzilla songs, and the other of it's half Neon. And like, dude, it just melds so well. Like, it blew me away. After that, I went to the Neon. Because on Netflix. Yeah. And I was watching it. I'm like, dude, I'm like, I'm like, the music is just. But are you just okay with the show? Awesome. The show, the show. The premise is pretty dope. Is I do like show? it. Because there's a show that people say is kind of kind of Twin Peaks ish where it doesn't make sense. Maybe that's why I started watching that one. Not this one. This one this one makes like there's like this alien there was this robot and they're like But they're I, only I, I, genetically I tied to like, certain people. Not like it's like a detective comes to a town. It was like a it, the way it didn't make sense on some things. Oh, I don't know. There's tons of things. Oh, you know what I did see? Uh, that I was like, oh, okay, this is, this is pretty cool. Uh, a little show called... Yeah, that's the one that the people... The Regular to... Show. You were watching Regular Show again? Yeah, I was. At this point, I was Did just... Did start over? Uh, no, I just picked a random episode and started watching it. And, of course, the episode I, I watched was um, the one where Mordecai and uh, Rigby are talking about how they love wrestling. And then, like, they find out uh, Pops uh, loves wrestling, too. But he's like, I do Greco-style wrestling. And then, like, he finds out he's, like, they both sneak over to the... The whole show is just, like, so ridiculously awesome and simple that I just love it so much. Because I stopped watching it, like, maybe season one? I stopped? You were... No, you are a little farther than season one. But man, I forget how good that show is. You should watch. The, I showed you the other show he did, and there's a second season of that show. Oh, I up. saw that one on. Uh, yeah, HBO, right? There's a second. Se- I didn't know the second season of Close Enough was coming out already. Oh, uh, I saw. I saw the first one. Like, in a, I binged it one day. Because well, I told you, I'm like, oh, this is them. You should watch it. Yeah. Some good fucking. Did you like that behind? I didn't even get to ask you about that then. So did you? Did you like it when they go to that bar? 
The Logan's Run Bar? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, this whole, that show is so funny. Like, it's... Uh, it's weird. It's out there. Like, you... You're, you're, and I like it that it's LA-based, too. Like, well, I think I think regular show wanted to be that dark. Like, okay. the, I can tell you, the well, first Well, regular show seasons, gets a little dark, too, here and there. And the first couple seasons are dark, and I think it wanted to be that that dark. But, and then I don't think... I think they were like, no, you know what? The way this show is, we want to have it be, like, mid-teens... You know what I mean? Like, older teen type of thing. Yeah. And then now, this show is not... So, the, the episode of the regular show that made me like, fuck, I need to watch that show again, was that Baby Ducks. You know oh, a bunch of baby ducks. Send them to the moon. Yeah. So the machine doesn't work. Send them to the moon. Popped in my head, I'm like, fuck, I need to watch that shit. That's the only reason why I started watching it. Um, Johnny likes it. Johnny would, would watch it, and he'd go, do, 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 do. And then he'd go like this, he'd go... <laughs> that's dope. Stop, like. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's rad. Uh, and like every time he just had it timed out perfectly. That's cool. Uh, aside from that, that's about it. Um, I was trying to do some like housework, and I was watching Mad Max, so I watched oh. one and two. But uh, they're still phenomenal movies. I still like them. <laughs> George Miller can do no wrong. Yeah. Hey, boys. Hey, Jimmy. How's it going? Uh, not too bad. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, so, next week, uh, I got a little treat for us, for us to watch. Okay. Uh, it's going to be uh HBO release movie, and it's going to be the Snyder Cut for the Justice League. Ooh, the Snyder Cut. Yeah. So, it's like four hours of straight up Snyder's vision. So... Uh, it has to be better than the original, so next week. <laughs> well, that's going to do it for the episode this week. If you have any questions or comments, you can hit us up at our Instagram at yhblankthat. Or you can email us at yhblankthat at gmail.com. Bye. Bye.